Welcome to David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. You are about to get a glimpse behind the curtain of David's massively successful income acceleration principles as he shows you how to approach your business with innovative growth strategies that are grounded in accurate thinking and result in high-end sales. And here is the man himself, David Nagel. So it's about what are you going to choose to believe? You know, once you hear the truth, then you have the ability to make a conscious choice. It's a lot different when you're coming from ignorance. Now, ignorance does not allow you to escape the consequence of itself. You know, the law of gravity is not going to change because you're ignorant to the law of gravity. You could be a six-year-old child or an 80-year-old woman walk off the end of a building, you're going down. It doesn't matter whether you know about gravity or not. The law still is there, and you're everybody subject to the law. Well, there's also a law of abundance. There's a law of more than enough in the universe, and everybody's subject to that law also. But if you don't know that it exists, and you're not operating within the framework of that law, then you suffer the consequences of your own ignorance. And one of the things that we have to get over is that the law doesn't care. It doesn't care. It has no conscience. It just is. It doesn't care that you're suffering. And if that bothers you, that's a clear indication that somewhere inside of yourself you really want to be saved. If you can accept it, that that's really the way that it is, you can also take the rest of the truth with it and you can make great changes in a very short period of time. So let's start with some of the basic truths that we're picking up this morning. Number one, we know that you're not here forever, right? By being born, you're the cause of your own death. So we're going to take responsibility for that, right? We're not going to blame it on if you get hit by a car leaving here and somebody or a bus falls on you or something. It's your own fault. You were born, right? You've got to learn to take responsibility for every area of your life. That's the point in the little joke, right? Is that you cannot change a thing until you say, I am responsible for everything in my life. That means no matter what happens, I refuse to be a victim. I don't care if somebody does do something to me. It was my choice to participate in that interaction. It doesn't matter what the interaction was. You could say, well, somebody stole from me. You participated. Somebody wronged me. You participated. If any part of your life is somebody else's fault, you don't have the ability to change it. You need them to change first before you can change. And that's a tough nut for a lot of people to swallow because we're raised in an environment that breeds victimization. You turn on the television, it's all over the TV. Victim, you're a victim. It's one attorney after another. Were you a victim of the, this drug? Were you a victim of the freezer thing? Were you a victim of this or that or the other? You know, it's constant, constant victimization. Everybody's a victim. We're breeding it. I mean, it's like the worst disease that we've got going on out there. TV shows are thriving on people being victims. So we don't empower people. We allow them to be victims. We allow them to be victims. But they don't make any change. They don't make any change. 
So you've got to decide for yourself, I'm no longer going to be a victim no matter what happens. That means I've got the power to change. I've got the power to make decisions, to live my life the way that I want to live it, and really completely break free in every area of my life. You, everybody in this room can literally get to the place where you never have to worry about money again, but you're not going to get there wishing for it. It does take quite a bit of work to actually get there. And I'm not talking about the work bringing in the money. I'm talking about the work on your mindset as to what's real and what's not real. You'll see a lot of people. I was spoken a, a few weeks ago. Uh, one of my students uh, had an event, and I spoke there, and I made a little joke from the stage. I said, you always hear that money won't make you happy. And I said, well, that's not true. And, of course, somebody called me out when I got off the stage, and they said to me, I know all kinds of people that have a lot of money, and they're miserable. And the truth of the matter is, there are a lot of people that have a lot of money, and they're miserable, because all they do is worry about losing their money. Breaking free mentally of the trappings that money has doesn't mean that you should be broke, or it doesn't mean that you should be very wealthy. It means that you need to break free from the trappings. Well, how do you do that? By really understanding that your ability to earn money is simply that, your ability. And once you become aware that you already have that in you, you're never subject to that kind of slavery again, because that's really what it is. That's really what it is. In free society, it's one of the last pieces of real slavery that we have that everybody accepts as being okay. That we have to work for somebody else to make a lot of money doing something that we don't like with people that we don't like. And that we have to conform to the way society has set up those rules. And we don't. Because there's nothing more heartbreaking than to see people work really hard all their life to really try to be good people and save their money and raise their families to get to those elder days to find out there's not enough there, or somebody stole it, or somebody misappropriated it, because there's no more time for them to make it up. And the only way that they understand how to make money is to trade time for it. They've traded their whole life for that money, only to have not enough of what wasn't enough to begin with. But success, like everything else that is a necessary part of our being, is already in us. We're born with it. We're born with everything that we need to be a raging success in life, including money. Now look at it like this. What we're talking about here is awareness. If you'd have told me this 30 years ago, I probably would have laughed at you because there's no way that I would have ever believed this. But somebody got me to think a little bit differently and it became very, very apparent to me in a very short period of time that this was very true. I want, you to think of, I want you to think of awareness as something that you already have inside of you, an ability that you already have, that you're just not currently aware of. There is nothing that you need to live that you don't already have locked up inside you. You're just not aware of it. And I like to use riding a bike and swimming as perfect examples of that. Nobody can teach you how to ride a bike. You have to become aware of how to balance on two wheels. A person could write a book about it. We could put training wheels on the bike. We could talk to you about it. We can coach you on it. The truth of the matter is, is that you've got to get on that damn bike, and you have to become of the awareness that, where is it? It's not on the bike. 
It's in you. You have to become aware of it, do you not? Hello? Yeah. But once you become aware of it, nobody can take it away from you. You can take a person off the bike, put them back on 20 years later, away they go. It's the same thing with swimming. You have to become aware of how to float in the water. Nobody can teach you that. They can guide you to it, but you have to become aware of your ability to float, which is where? It's already inside you. Making money and being the success that you want in your life is already inside you. Your ability to do that is already inside you. You were born with it, but you're not aware of it because nobody's ever guided you to it. Now, if you were children, it would be much easier to guide you to it than being adults. Because children don't have all the belief systems that tell them that that's absolutely crazy thinking. Even though logically, you can totally make sense out of it in your head. You can be like, yeah, that's right. Awareness is inside of me to ride a bike. Yeah, that's right. Awareness is inside of me to swim. Just about everything that you know that you know how to do, you had to become aware was already inside of you to begin with. This is not like memory. Memory is like algebra, right? You forget that. You learned algebra when you were 15, and then you couldn't remember it when your kids were in high school, right? This is totally different. Once you become aware of it, it doesn't go away. You had to become aware of how to breathe, and now you don't even think about it. You just breathe. The only time you become aware of it is if you're not breathing. You're a tough crowd today. Is everybody okay? All right? You guys are so quiet. I don't know where... That's part of the deal. Everybody knows that that's part of the deal if you come to one of my events. You're going to be cold. I'm not going to be cold, but you're going to be cold. <laughs> you have got to become aware that your ability to earn money is just as easy as riding a bike. It really is. It's just as easy as learning how to float in the water. There's not any difference. It's already inside of you. Now, I don't know what you... I'm not going to try to teach you anything about religion. There's probably people in here that know a lot more about religion than I do. Um, but what I will tell you is that I believe in God or spirit. And I believe that whether you believe in it or not doesn't matter all that much. Because you have to believe in a knowledge beyond yourself. I mean, it's, it, it, this day and age, it's just, it's apparent, right? The, the, you're not creating the knowledge. The knowledge was already in the universe. So the only argument is where did it come from? Did it come from just the universe in its being? Or did it come from some kind of a god, right? That really doesn't matter. But the idea is that life has basic needs, Life has basic needs, and if you pay any attention to nature in and of itself, you'll realize that all of nature has the ability to fulfill its basic needs unless, like, human beings get involved and mess it up. Nature does not struggle on its own. Nature thrives on its own. Nature balances itself out on its own. Nature does really well all by itself. But nature has the same basic needs that human beings do. It needs to breathe, it needs to eat, right? Ours run in the order of air is the most important. We can only live three minutes without air. 
Waters, number two. We can live about three days without water. But it starts to get foggy after that as to what's most important because it really becomes a societal issue at that point. Food is really the the next important thing. However, if you're raised in the average free society today, you don't know. your, Your connection of cause and effect to bring food in your life is to go to the grocery store, you give them money, they give you food. Some parts of the world it is... I've got to hunt down a wild animal and grow potatoes or, you know, and a lot of you in here would have no idea how to do that if you were faced with that kind of a dilemma. So your cause for creating the effect of getting food is to take money out of your wallet or purse and pay somebody else to hand you some food. So in that case, money is more important than the food. It instantly moves up to number three. Well, not only is it more important than the food, but a lot of you in here don't know how to weave your own clothes or build a house or start a fire without a lighter. I mean, you would just be a damn mess if the modern conveniences of society were gone. So money is now number three. So would it make any sense for nature not to give you the ability to be able to earn something that is the third most important thing for you to survive? Forget about becoming wealthy. I'm just talking about a healthy survival of the species. We need money. That is the status of social evolution that we've been in for a long, long time. And it's not going away anytime soon. But see, we don't ever think about it like that. And the idea of how we have to earn money was set up by other people. You see, this is where the wealthy and the middle class play by two separate rules because the middle class has been taught and built a value system around doing what? trading their time for money. When you trade your time for money, you're trading your life for money. Yet it'll be the middle class that'll tell you that money's not the most important thing, yet they trade 90% of their life for it. The wealthy don't. They don't trade their time for money because that's the worst way to earn money. The problem is, is you always run out of time. And the value system that we created was that we should be proud of the fact that we're very hard workers. So fundamentally, when we think to ourselves, I would like to earn a lot of money and do it relatively easy, our value system does not allow for that. Because for most people in the middle class, in order for them to feel good about working hard and long for a little bit of money, they have to make people that work short and easy for a lot of money wrong. So the wealthy people become evil, and the hardworking people become great. So, and yet we secretly desire to have a lot of money. But we don't even realize that the value system that we have, the projection that we have about those people, is one of the things that prevents us from actually becoming aware of what we already have the ability to do inside of ourselves. Here's another part of the problem. If you were not raised around people that did not have those issues, money, in other words, money came relatively easy for them. Money was never a stress in their life. They didn't have to look at the tag for this or the coupon for that or whatever it was. They just bought whatever they wanted. They always traveled well. Money was not an issue. You have no experience with that being a reality. Now, you know that there's people that live that way, but if you've never been around them for any period of time, it's not part of what your reality is. And it becomes fundamentally very difficult for you to wrap your mind around being able to live that way. 
But you have to realize this is no different than riding a bike. You cannot have that experience unless you force yourself to have that experience, which means you have to do things that seem crazy. Everybody in my life thought I had lost my freaking mind when I was flying first class and didn't have the money to pay for it. They thought I had lost my mind. And they told me so on a regular basis. One of the people I looked up to the most in my life, when I went to that seminar in 1993, he found out I was going to that seminar and he called me on the phone and he said, I hear you want to be a millionaire. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Well, you're going to that seminar, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. They teach people how to get wealthy there, right? I'm like, well, I don't know. I haven't been there yet, but that's what I hear. He said, I just wanted to let you know I've been looking for the million all my life and I've never found it. What makes you think you're going to? That's what he said to me. I'm like, gee, thanks. I didn't get you anything. <laughs> a month after I came back, he called me up and he said, so you're a millionaire yet? I mean, talk about wanting to just bust into tears, right? Here's somebody that you really admire in your life and they're making a concerted effort to just squash your dream. I remember thinking to myself, nope but I will be, and then we'll see who's talking. They don't say those things to me anymore. Some of them don't even talk to me anymore because they cannot figure it out in their head. They watched me do it, and they can't figure it out. You know why? Because they have a preconceived idea who I am based on who I was when I was 17 years old. They see David with long hair halfway down his back, hanging out with his buddies with a Zeppelin t-shirt on, rolling a doobie. That's, that's what they see. That's what they see. And they get that idea in their mind, and they say, that person, that's who that person is for the rest of their life. They're never going to change. They're never going to change. So they can't fathom it when they see it happen right in front of their eyes. It's like, it's happening. I can see it. It's not just theoretical. He used to live in this little house. Now he's got a mansion. He used to drive a car that he had to put oil in on the way to work and on the way home. And now he drives an Aston Martin. He's got a small yacht. I mean, it, it's changing. And yet their, their response to it is, I'm not talking to him anymore because it's got to be illegal or a cult. <laughs> True. True. That's it for this episode of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. If you're a business owner who's hearing more no's from ideal clients than expected, go now to www.salesstrategyreview.com to claim a complimentary one-on-one -on -one session with one of David's trained sales coaches and learn what you can do right now to accelerate your sales and income. We trust you enjoyed this edition of David Nagel's Art of Success Business School. And until next time, just believe.